0: On the Freak Radio Network. Rulers of the motorsports empire. Broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios. Budweiser, the king of beers. beers, presents Speed Freaks. Motorsports radio run, 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 run. Hell, hell. With Kenny Sargent and his freaking pit crew, at Man Carruthers. We ain't going nowhere, Vince. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels. Crash Gladys.
1: Ooh, hello there.
2: I'd like to say welcome to the Freak Nation on a very special Sunday night here with Speed Freaks, Statman Carruthers, Crash Fattis, I'm Kenny Sargent. Your Jag's freaking hotline, you're going to need it. 8669 Freaks, that's 866-937-3257. 8669 Freaks, you can email pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv, pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv, and Crash Fattis, the MySpace page.
3: MySpace.com backslash Speed Freaks Radio and TV.
2: That's right. Statman, it's, I know you've got the new studio there, but nobody's around you, is it?
4: I've never had it so good, partner. I'm about to turn the lights down and uh, put the imagination on uh, wild.
2: on overload. Uh, a little bit of Barry White there in the background. Uh, yeah,
4: hey, you know, just turn the lights down low and who knows what will show up in the door.
2: Crash Gladys and Kenny Sargent out here in Dallas-Fort Worth, of course, for the NASCAR racing going on this weekend, Texas Motor Speedway. <clears throat> Much obliged to our Dallas-Fort Worth affiliate, Live 105.3, and work with Brad Gilly over there at Texas Motor Speedway and Gavin and Eric Mark and all the gang. Is everybody
4: can- in Texas named Gilly? <laughs> <laughs> Dale and gilly That's the, that's the generic name for that's everybody true. in Texas. Huh?
2: Well, it, But he, spe- he spells it, Brad Gilley with Texas Motor Speedway spells it differently than Gillys down in Houston.
4: All right. Well, I'm just
2: checking. All right. Well, every other person. There. Every other person. All right. That's this cool. is what we got coming up here in the Speed Freaks Pits tonight. The youngest winner in IndyCar, Bobby Rahal's oh, baby sure. boy, Graham Rahal, 19 year old, goes out at St. Petersburg and wins the damn race. After someone rear ends him, Crasher, right?
3: I'm not sure if it was a rear end, but yes, he and Will Power got into it on lap 37. Not to mention that there were wet conditions and then switching right. over to dry conditions. <laughs> not an easy one to win.
4: Yeah, I read somewhere where he said it was easy.
3: Oh, my goodness. Can
4: you believe that?
3: Grant, well, you know what? It
4: takes a 19-year-old to say something like that. You <laughs> know, Somebody doesn't understand what's at stake.
3: Here's the deal. He wins. He's not only the youngest driver ever in IndyCar history to win a race, but also, like we just talked about, the wet conditions turning into dry conditions. He gets hit, and he still comes back from that. And also, his team has barely had an hour on the track to test these cars, and they've only had these cars for a couple of weeks. Right. So all of that together makes the win even more spectacular. But
4: you got to remember that this is Newman Haas Lanigan. Oh, this I know. They won four straight championships in Champ Car. So you would expect that they would be one of the first Champ Car teams to figure, it, figure out the IRL.
3: Those guys are so smart.
2: We're talking about Graham Rahal, who goes out and wins the IndyCar race there in St. Pete, which, by the way, he didn't even run the first race at Homestead. He did not w- run that first race. Goes out and wins his first race in IndyCar since the Champ Car and IndyCar has gotten back together. Also, coming up the Speed Freaks Pits, big-time NASCAR weekend here in Dallas-Fort Worth. and We got you some... Just some really, really great guests coming here. We have your winner from this afternoon, Carl Edwards. He's going to come into Speed Freaks Pits, not necessarily talk about the win. Stat, he's going to talk about this crap box trailer that he's traveling around in. He's living in.
4: Well, that you remember, this is the guy that used to talk about his disposable cars. He'd pay about $500 for them and throw them away. So for him to drive around in a crap box trailer, that's
2: that's who he is. So we're going to have that interview with Carl Edwards. Also, Jack Roush is coming back in the Freak Nation, and he unloads He unloads again on Toyota and Michael Walter Bracing. You don't want to miss he that. He even so
3: says how he hates NASCAR.
2: In a in a very Jack Roushian type oh, way. Yes, it's
3: very it's interesting. A, it's a
2: love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. So, Jack Roush, we have the team owner winner coming in here from this afternoon at Texas Motor Speedway, and Carl Edwards, the driver of the number 99 Aflac Ford Affleck. coming in the Speed Freaks pits. Also, momentarily, we're going to hear from Kyle Busch, who, Statman, you and I appreciate drivers, s- stars, musicians who don't tow the company line. Kyle, Kyle Edwards, excuse me, Kyle <laughs> Busch actually predicts today's winner, but he doesn't predict himself. You know how guys, Oh, we yeah, we're going to win this afternoon. No, we've got a top five card. Oh, Kyle Busch actually predicted this winner. We're going to hear from him.
4: Kyle Kyle Bush is a guy that's figuring it out. And I think in the long run he's going to be a cool guy in uh, the cup series. He's not as insane as some of the other guys out there. He's a heck of a driver and he's young just like Graham Rahal, but he is also a guy who's going to uh he's going to be around a long time. I think he's going to be uh, better than his brother.
2: Also coming up in the Speed Freaks Pits, you, the entire world saw what happened to Michael McDowell during qualifying turn one at Texas Motor Speedway. One of the most horrific, not just NASCAR, but motorsports accidents you've ever seen. This guy has been on everything from Geraldo to CBS this morning, and he's coming in the Speed Freaks Pits to talk to the freaks freak style. We've had this guy on when he was in sports cars, when he was in open wheel, and he comes in the Freak Nation, talks about this accident. There's some unique points about this accident that he's going to bring up. Also, Jeff Burton, he talks about the accident, talks about NASCAR safety, how far it's come. And we also have Kyle Petty coming in the Speed Freaks pits. Stat, when you turn the lights down, be sure to have your freaking seatbelt on. This is going to be a big-ass show.
4: It's going to be huge. It's already starting to explode.
3: You can't forget, also, we're going to go two-wheel racing with David Pingree. He's going to talk about the Navy Moto X Championships in San Diego, the inaugural, the first annual, coming up next weekend.
2: I was talking about Kyle Busch and how... We were talking to him earlier, yesterday afternoon, after he won the Nationwide Series race. And it was refreshing to have this guy come on with us and really up front tell us who he thinks is going to win the cup race. You have football, NFL, NHL players who come on and say, yeah, we're going to win. The, you, we're going to win. We're going to, dude, you're like 20-point underdogs, and you still think you're going to win? No. Kyle Busch, who realized that he didn't have the car today. This is Kyle Busch predicting today's winner yesterday. After winning the Nationwide Series race here at Texas Motor Speedway, Uh, ninety-nine
5: wins, eighteen finishes second. How about that? I'll take that deal. You're still going
3: with Carl.
5: Yeah, he's he's good. I mean, from Vegas, he was really really good. California, he was really all these mile and a half and two mile tracks. They he was good in Atlanta
6: before mechanical problems. They were
5: good in Atlanta. Then I believe Carl's got it, but um, or a bad pit stop or tire rolling across or something. But if it's just a clean, smooth day for Carl, he's got it. So I think that. Everything Stat, did work. Stat, how many
2: times do we have drivers on the show that say, we've got us a top 20 car, our top 25 car? Kyle, Kyle Bush coming in here and laying it out there, and look who wins today. Stat. Stat man had to take it. <laughs> but Kyle Bush coming in here, Crash Gladys, and you were pretty impressed with his honesty because we all kind of looked at the guy going, Hold on. You're They're not predicting, not predicting yourself, yourself like every other freaking motorsports driver rider out there does?
3: Right, but I will say that practice, qualifying, all the time sheets, Carl Edwards did have the most dominant car. Yeah. He really did. So it was kind of hard not to go with Carl Edwards. But one thing I really liked about Kyle Busch yesterday after his win is he was just so down to earth. I know he sometimes gets a bad rap of... I don't know. Some people think he's got an attitude, this, that, and the other thing. I'm telling you, the guy's just a real guy. Give him a chance because he is ultra talented, and we had a blast with him this weekend.
2: Freak Nation, here's your number, 8669 Freaks. That's eight six six nine three seven thirty two fifty seven. You can also email us pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. Gonna, gonna have some big time giveaways tonight. More fat heads sunglasses. That's Fat Heads with the Z, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Going to be giving those away. Also tickets for the Moto X Championships going off in San Diego, there in Southern California. Got tickets for that. And Championship Off-Road Racing. Coming to the Los Angeles Fairplex, also in Southern California. Pomona. Pomona. Pomona, California. Got tickets to give away to see some of the baddest cats in off-road. Keep a number handy. 8669-FREAKS. That's 866-937-3257. Also coming up, I believe we have Todd Bodine coming in here, Crash. We should be hearing from
3: him momentarily.
2: Because yeah, the trucks are off for like two or three weeks. Is it that It is right? a little
3: odd. Yes, I remember that happened last year and I think the year before that. I thought they were going to fix it, but hey, I'm sure some of the drivers are not complaining. You know it, <laughs> It is kind of nice to have time off. That's that's why a
4: lot of them are in the Truck Series, so they don't have to race every weekend somewhere else in the world at the Cup Series.
3: (laughs) You sound like you're racing, Statman.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I closed my eyes and uh, dreamed a little too much that last time.
2: (laughs) Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent here on Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Again, the website, speedfreaks.tv Check it out, you missed any of the audio in this show, you can go to the Jag's freaking media page and download this bad boy. Also go to our Live 1053 affiliate website at live1053.com. You can actually see the majority of these interviews oh, that yeah. we had with Jack Roush. You'll see an interview with Kenny Wallace, you'll see interviews with Travis Quapple, David Gilliland, Tony Stewart. That's all at live1053.com, crash. It's it's well
3: basically everybody we did yesterday and today on on video. It's right there for you live1053. They've also got a pretty cool fantasy racing league. Kenny and I just signed up for it this weekend. I actually picked Carl, so I should have a plethora of points by now but it's all on live 105.3 one thing i also want to point out is go to speedfreaks.tv we're going to get to the carl edwards interview in the second hour but you before we get to that because we're doing this interview from his plush trailer in the infield we've got photos you can take a look at this trailer that we were hanging out in in the infield speedfreaks.tv go to the picture page and hit 2008 and go to the
2: texas i bet the onion has a better trailer
3: oh absolutely than
2: Carl Edwards. You know he does. Well, because the Onion, Todd Bodine, has a freaking NASCAR Truck Series Championship, so he's got all kinds of mean scoots. Would you please welcome here in the Speed Freaks Pits? Didn't have a race, well, didn't have a NASCAR truck race this weekend. Know, knowing the Bodines, he was out racing something. If it was a damn apple cart or somebody in the pinto, he was racing it. Would you please welcome the Speed Freaks Pits NASCAR Truck Series Champion, Todd Bodine? What's up there, TV? Hey man, how you guys doing? Hey, is that true, man? When you don't have a race weekend in the truck, you're just you're, you're just jumping on something and rolling it down the hill and racing your brothers? <laughs> no, I don't know where you're getting that from.
3: That's just kidding.
2: Just cuz the Bodines, you love to race, man, you you've got to be racing something. Well, if it's a bobsled or a race car, yeah. Okay, it, I need to spell it out for you. That's what the hell I meant, Bodine. Bob, sleds and trucks. I mean, come on. Well, I, I'm a little slow. I have, it takes me a while to catch on. No, Kenny's just a little weird. Todd Bodine, NASCAR Truck Series champion here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Todd, you, I'm sure you watched the cup race this afternoon at Texas Motor Speedway. Kind of, uh, kind of another snore fest from... You know, lap 10 to to the the final five or six laps. What do you do, Todd Bodine, when you have, have an off weekend and a cup race is on? Do you watch lap to lap, or do you go out and mow the lawn? What does Todd Bodine do, NASCAR Truck Series champion?
6: Uh, to be honest, I don't even watch it.
3: <laughs> 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 Who won the race? Some some Carl guy, I, I don't know.
4: Carl
6: Oh uh, yeah, that's right. I did see the last two laps anyway.
4: You saw the most important part. <laughs> that's
6: right. If 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 my brothers aren't in it or I'm not in it, uh, I can't stand to watch it because I want to be there racing so bad that it's killing me.
3: Hey, Todd, that kind of brings up a little bit of a point. Talking about your brothers and being in it, your brother Brett had a massive, massive input on this car of tomorrow, which is now running today. And after McDowell's crash on Friday, did you pick up the phone and say, Brett, look at what you just did. You just helped, helped this guy walk away from a horrendous accident.
6: Well, I didn't do that but uh I've been definitely bragging on him, there's no doubt about it. Uh you know, that's one thing that people don't realize. Uh Brett has a, a engineering degree from Alfred State in New York and you know, he's he's an incredibly intelligent person besides being the great guy that he is. And you know, when NASCAR hired him I don't think they realized what kind of a person they were getting and you know, when they decided to do this car tomorrow, um you know, Brett was right there in on it, and, you know, he, years of building race cars, because he always built his own cars when he started, uh, years of racing them and driving them and owning them. I mean, he knows everything there is to know about a race car. And, and you know, having that engine de- during degree just made it that much better when it came time for him to help with this project. And, uh, you know, he's, he's so good at it, and, and he knew from sitting in the seat what needed to be done to make it safer you know like the the higher roof the the door bars being different the driver being in further uh the crush panel on the left side i mean all these things you know he had a, an input along with a lot of other engineers don't get me wrong it wasn't just brett i mean brett had a great deal to do with it but nascar had a a, a team of engineers and and people that worked on this project and the, the, the first priority was driver safety, which it should have been.
4: So, Todd Bodine, when you were talking with Brett at any time during this process, did the two of you uh, fire back ideas at each other and maybe you had a little input in this?
6: I Well, I didn't have any input in it. I mean, yeah, we, you know, he told me, hey, this is pretty cool. You ought to see what we're doing here and, you know, and things like that and, and it was like the whole time that he was in this process, it was like, man, this is going to be a cool car. This is, this is what this sport needs to to propel itself into the future. And uh, you know, I, I'm I'm really proud of him. What what, you know, not like I said, not only Brett, what all these engineers at NASCAR have done. Uh, you know, if, if that wreck had happened in in one of the old cars, <laughs> that kid would be hurting bad. You know, uh, that was just an incredible impact and. Uh, to see him just climb out and walk away, was it's a credit to all those people at NASCAR and what they've done.
2: NASCAR Truck Series Pilot Champion Todd Bodine, second in points here in the Speed Freaks Pitch. Todd, NASCAR trucks seem to do this every year, as long as I can remember, take two, maybe three weekends off in a row. Why can't you guys fill more dates, or is this why a lot of you guys enjoy NASCAR trucking so much? Because you're not running 36 freaking weekends out of the year. <laughs>
6: That's definitely why it's enjoyable. We don't run uh, but 25 races, and it, it makes it a lot easier. But uh, uh, we all agree on one thing. We wish it was spread out more. I've said for a long time, probably you know eight or ten years now, I wish NASCAR would take three weeks on, a week off, three weeks on, a week off through the whole season. That would make it so much easier on the team's the, the crew members to have a better family life and a, a home life. Uh, you know, there's there's stretches where we go 11 weeks straight, and you know, it's not hard on us drivers. I mean, yeah, it's hard because we travel and all that, but it's really hard on the crew members because they they work all weekend and they go home Monday and they're back to work. They don't get to take two days and spend it with their family and their kids and enjoy themselves. You know, they go right back to work and and that's that's who it's hard on is the crew members and um you know that's one thing about the trucks that is nice it really is uh we don't race that hard schedule like we got like a an eight-week stretch is our long stretch in the middle of the summer so uh but why do wish they would spread it out more
3: and another perk i think is that you guys race either fridays or saturdays so you kind of have a sunday off maybe
6: yeah no you're exactly right man it's it's there's a lot of times we race on Friday. Heck, We got a Wednesday race at Bristol. I mean, and that's like having a whole nother weekend off. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's, uh, racing on Fridays is great. Cause you do have the whole weekend and, uh, it's, it makes for a much better lifestyle. That's for sure.
4: So Todd Bodine, if you were going to, uh, uh, bump away a race out of the calendar, what would it be?
6: Oh man, that's, that's a tough question. I mean, we've, you know, we've got a lot of great racetracks, and we've got some that are a lot of fun that that need work. I mean, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be bumping any out. I'd be adding a couple if it was my going.
3: What would you add?
6: Um, I'd add some road courses. You know, back in, back when it, when the trucks raced road course, uh, Topeka, uh, Watkins Glen. I mean, that was some incredible racing. You know, and and the guys that are in the trucks today a lot of these kids i mean there's a lot of veterans that have already run road courses but there's a lot of these kids that hopefully you know if if their career runs the right course they'll they'll be in nationwide series and then they'll end up in the cup series and they need some road course experience and they're they're not getting it because we don't run road courses and um, you know personally i love road racing anyway so i'd run five or six of them if we could
2: That's the voice of veteran and champion NASCAR Truck Series pilot Todd Bodine getting set for the O'Reilly Auto Parts 250 coming up at Kansas Speedway. TB, as always, thank you for your honesty and coming to the Freak Nation, taking time out to be a part of it, buddy. All right, man. Anytime you want me, call. Good luck to you in Kansas. Thanks, pal. All right. Todd Bodine, NASCAR Truck Series winner coming up. Also coming up, Graham Rahal, IndyCar winner from St. Petersburg. He's going to be in here. David Pingree getting set for the Moto X Championships down in San Diego. Jeff Burton, Carl Edwards, Jack Roush, Michael McDowell. We'll even talk about Mad Max Mosley. Oh, boy. F1. FIA president. The governing body of Formula One. Huh? Yeah. Prostitutes and Nazis. And it involves Max Mosley. Oh it's coming up at Speed Freaks Pits.
7: Bracer magazine. Oh, groovy, baby.
8: Hey, where are the white women at? The freaks.
3: <laughs> Loads of motorsports in Dallas this weekend. Let's go supercross. At Texas Stadium, Chad Reed netted himself another trophy. Ryan Villapoto took home the Supercross Lights win. On to NASCAR. Carl Edwards dominated the weekend in Texas in Sprint Cup, as Kyle Busch did the same in his hometown-sponsored Busch ride. Great pictures of Carl Edwards are up on our site now. Go to speedfreaks.tv. We Freaks hanging with Carl in his plush Prowler motorhome. Actually, trailer. It's in the Texas Motor Speedway infield. Check them out. speedfreaks.tv. Also, yes, Kenny talked a little bit about Max Mosley in Formula One. Well, the win this weekend went to Fleet Moss. Believe it or not, a race did go on. There's more news than just Mad Max Mosley in Formula One. IndyCar Race St. Pete, it was a good race. Graham Ray Hall, the first to cross the line, becoming only the fourth driver in history to win in his debut event and making the record as the youngest ever IndyCar driver as well. Indy Lights winners on the weekend, Rafa Matos and Richard Antonucci. Also on the street circuit, the American Le Mans series win went to Audi's Marco Werner and Lucas Lure. And we got to throw this in here. On to Speed Freak's Mojo. How about the Red Bull X-Fighters win this weekend going to one Mr. Matt Rebode? Remember, he was on the show on Speed Freaks last weekend. He took home the Red Bull X-Fighters win in Mexico.
0: The Freaks. Seven out of ten Danica Patrick fans know the alphabet.
3: (sighs) Whatever.
0: Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. You're listening
7: to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined this is Budweiser this is the authentic American lager this is a recipe used for over 130 years and the freshest beer in the store this is hand-selected barley malt from the golden fields of the Great Plains it's a precise blend of two-row and six-row barley for the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment this is the choicest hops grown in the Willamette Valley in Washington and Oregon, and Bonners Ferry in Idaho. Hops chosen for their aroma, flavor, and character, and hand-blended into each brew kettle. This is every batch Beechwood aged for three weeks to produce a -a one-of-a-kind smoothness. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch st louis missouri
2: hey speed freaks it's kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with lucas oil power steering stop leak or your money back it corrects rack and pinion problems and lucas oil power steering stop leak is totally effective in reducing slacks wheels and hard spots in worn rack and pinions your results will be immediate and long lasting been wasting your time and money. Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak. Guaranteed to stop seal leaks in power steering units or your money back. Swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak today. Hey, this is Matt
8: Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical... The most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation.
1: 97.1 Hey, this is Kyle Bush, the pimp daddy of... And by the way, I'm in Winston Cup. This is Kurt
2: Bush, driver of the Rubbermaid Ford. And if I have to tell you again, speed freaks only suck when they're sleeping next to Kyle. You're back with the freaks, 86, 69 freaks. That's your Jag's freaking hotline. And on the Jags freaking hotline right now, the, the youngest freaks. winner ever in IndyCar. Just graduated from high school, the son of Bobby Ray Hall. We've had him in here so many times. It's like we were changing his diapers about six years ago. Would you please welcome the winner from St. Petersburg, the IndyCar race, Graham Ray Hall? What's up there, G?
6: How's oh it going? for us. It's uh, good to be back on the uh,
3: hike. Graham, your dad in Victory Lane, just his face, he looked so proud. He was, oh, he was just so happy.
8: Yeah, I he was like crying, but
6: uh, he, he wasn't when he saw me, but uh, yeah, I'm just uh, just headed out to dinner with him, and I think, you know, he's uh, he was pretty happy about it, and it's pretty cool to, uh, to finally get a win, and, and especially with him being here, I think it was a pretty special moment for all of us.
4: You know, Graham, this I can't believe it. I'm sitting here listening to you, and you sound just like your father did when he was racing. I, I'm confused to whether or not I'm talking to Bobby or Graham here. Has anybody ever told you that when they called the house or something,
9: confused the two of you in voice? Absolutely. I get,
6: I get that all the time, actually. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but... Uh... Yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly something I hear
4: quite often. Well, I remember when your father was racing in the Atlantic Series and he used to throw the little red car around at uh, Long Beach. If you could drive like he does and you're already winning, I could assume that there are going to be other things that people are going to be confusing the two of you about. Well, I
6: hope so because uh, certainly Dad had a lot of success in that day and it would be great to, to follow in his footsteps. I think this is the first... First uh, step in 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 the way there, and I think that uh, obviously it's great to to do so well today and to finally get the win. And I think uh, overall, you know, we need to keep focused though and make sure that you know this one came easy, but uh, the other ones aren't. So we need to just you know keep keep working hard and uh, look forward to Long Beach, obviously in two weeks. And I think
2: if there's an opportunity for us to win another race, that's going to be the place. IndyCar winner. From Saint Petersburg, the youngest in IndyCar, Graham Rahal joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. And Graham, you being underage, where you can't go out and drink and party and have a throwdown with some mad women, what are you doing? Are you hiring like a bozo the clown or one of those romper room jumpathons to party? I am absolutely not. No, actually, uh, <laughs> because I, you
6: know I, I was doing some live TV interviews and stuff all all evening. So I've actually just finally gotten time to to go out and uh, go get a meal. So uh, no, it's. Uh, for me, it's gonna be a quiet night. And I actually drove my car down here to Florida from from Ohio due to the
1: uh, the fact
4: that I'm not old enough to have a rental car. So uh, <laughs> I got a got a long drive ahead of me tomorrow. Oh man! <laughs> so Graham Ray Hall, you you were selling Mercedes the last time we talked. Did you did you uh, get that Mercedes 500 on the road and uh, uh, nail it back to Columbus? Well, I don't know. There's
6: been a lot of <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I always try to sell as many cars as I can, or I think it's actually a, I got a bit of a problem because I like buying cars too. But uh, <laughs> Dad always gets upset with me about that. But no, it's uh, it's you know it's been you know a long time coming, and since I talked to you last, certainly there've been a, a lot of things that have happened. So it's uh, it's been you know quite sweet today, and really looking forward to driving these cars more.
4: Graham Rahal, what did your father promise you on your first win? Hmm. Huh,
6: that's a good question. I ought to think of. I, I ought to think of something just so I can get something. But I
4: don't know if he did. Well, you, if, if you're going to have to drive back to Columbus, and Dad's going to get on a plane and leave you, wave goodbye. Something you ought to be switching seats with him. You're the one that won. He hasn't won in years. <laughs>
6: yeah, that's actually a good idea. But I, I don't you know, I already asked if you want to ride back with me, but he's uh he's got some business meeting or yeah, something. Yeah, right. That's so,
4: dads always yeah. say that, you know. They're, I, they're just running a game on you. You're gonna be I on know. the road for two days and he wants to get back and uh take care <laughs> of some business, all right.
2: Absolutely. Graham Ray Hall, your IndyCar winner from Saint Petersburg here in the Speed Freaks pitch. So Graham, now that you've won an IndyCar, when do you head head over to the Sprint Cup series?
6: No i don't think i don't think that's gonna happen you know but i think For, you're uh
0: thank goodness
6: we're Yay. Seeing, i think we're seeing a bit of a switch of momentum here as of late you know i'm uh i guess what they they had barely to fill the field there this weekend and i guess i think things have peaked over there i think uh the the uh the amount that it costs to run over there is, is way too high these days and uh yeah i mean of course the drivers make good money and everything else but uh at the end of the day, I think finally we've got a lot of potential in an open wheel racing series here in the U.S. And if we can keep, you know, getting fans to support it, we had a great crowd today. And if if, uh, if we can get fans like that that will sit out here in the rain and everything else, and uh, you know, I think we've got a bright future.
3: Graham, have the folks at IndyCar gotten the record books or the the media guides straight yet? Because last week was just weird when the USA Today reports that the the heaviest guy or the biggest guy is 165 pounds, and that's Ed Carpenter. So I loved your comment when you said, man, I could starve myself for a week and not even make 165 pounds.
6: Yeah, well, I mean, for sure they need to get it right. Cause, I mean, you know, Danica, she's obviously been making a big fuss about the weight, but I'll tell you what, it is uh, it is a huge deal. And um, finally there's uh, some, you know, level of equality in the in the series. I, I still think we need to go further with it because I think it needs to be exactly what Chamco was with. You know I think Justin's the heaviest driver at something like one ninety five and I mean and Justin's just a big guy. I mean there's nothing he's thin thin as can be, but uh some of us you know aren't gifted to be as little and light as, as Danica or Marcos and these other guys. so I think that um you know it's a good good step in the right direction that we've made this year um with the, the weight equalizing rule to a certain extent, obviously. Not fully equal, but uh, you know, overall, it's um, it's just tough, you know, because like I said, I can do as much cardio and not e- for years, and I don't think I could ever get that low, and it's just a, you know, I I, I was just born a little bigger than most
4: so graham ray hall in the in the hip-hop world they talk about popping the collar when you're really proud are uh, the champ car guys popping their collar now yeah. at their five of the top 10 uh finishers today at st petersburg were all from the uh, champ car series
6: i think so you know i think it's uh certainly we we came in here we didn't know what to expect but we made a statement and uh you know someone asked me in the press conference say do you think we need to stop talking about us and them but uh you know as much as i'd like to say that i think it's going to stay this way for a little while and uh certainly we made a statement and i think that it's uh it's it's certainly a good way to start
2: graham rayhall IndyCar winner from st petersburg here in the speed freaks pits graham you know crash stat myself we couldn't be more proud for you man
9: well thank you i really appreciate it
2: go kiss your dad on that big ass bald head of his and tell him <laughs> that's from Statman crash and kenny all right <laughs> Sounds good. And make him drive back with you and forget that <laughs> yes. whatever that appointment is. <laughs> All right, will do. Thanks, Graham. We'll see you in long Beach. Man, yeah, that is a, that's a dude you want to win the championship with an attitude like that, oh, Stat. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. I've had some great conversations with him without the microphone. He's just a good kid.
2: Yeah, Graham Ray Hall, the son of, oh, I almost gave it away. Yeah, sock,
4: the socks I have on are older than him, but you know. <laughs> I,
2: Graham Ray Hall, he's got a daddy who's won several championships and several races. I got some Fat Heads sunglasses. FatHeads.com. That's Fat Heads with a Z, the official sunglass of the Freak Nation. First caller, tell me who his old man is. 8669 Freaks. Eight six six nine three seven thirty-two fifty-seven. That's 8669 Freaks. That's easy. First caller, tell me who Graham Ray Hall's papa is. Groovy little baby daddy is.
4: First and last name.
2: Yeah, there you can't, go. Can't just say Mr. Rayho. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, coming up, Jeff Burton's going to be in here. Kyle Petty, Carl Edwards, Jack Roush, David Pingree, Michael McDowell. And I promise you, we'll get into a little bit of discussion about Max Mosley, FIA president, the sanctioning body of Formula One. Man, this guy, was caught, this guy videotaped himself with prostitutes dressed up with Nazis. Well, they're dressed up as Nazis. That's not allegedly, man. It's on the no. it's on the internet, man.
3: If you yeah. go to Google and you you, you search for Mad Max, well, he's the number one, yeah. number one hit.
2: All right, Uh-oh. when we continue, we got your Statman Scat coming up and more here. At Speed Freaks Pits.
0: <laughs> Freak Nation Rule Number Sixty Nine. Let's go. Strippers ride the pole position. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some training problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non solvent, formula stops slip, hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today.
4: You're wrong. What's happening? The Freaks want you to be as hip as your kids on the Internet, computers, and that new MP3 player. Just go to iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv, and you'll find links to subscribe to the Freaks' new podcast. Way to go. It's easy. There's buttons and everything. You want your kids laughing at you? (laughs) I just believe it's easy. (laughs) iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv. Send stuff to a friend. Don't they always send you stuff? Hey, man. Subscribe to the Freaks podcast, audio and video at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv.
5: Later, dude.
3: Hey, freaks, we know you're a race fan. If you like MySpace, then try MyRacer.com. Or for you race fans who don't like MySpace due to the spam, no problem. MyRacer.com has eliminated it all. MyRacer is the only online place for motorheads to get the latest news, photos, videos, and, of course, be the number one place to make friends with race passion just like you. It's a one-stop shop for everything racing. Go out to MyRacer.com, sign up, become a friend of yours truly, Crash Gladys, and meet other speed freaks only at MyRacer.com.
2: This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're back with the freaks. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, your Jegs freaking hotline, 8669. Freaks, that's 866-937-3257. You're going to need it. Going to be giving away some tickets to see this next guy in super motor races down San diego Way, Qualcomm Stadium, right, Crusher?
3: Yes, it is. Next weekend, it is going to be huge. The Navy Moto X World Championships. Yeah. Anything two-wheel that you love, well, it's there.
2: This guy's done a number, a number of motorcycle events, out from uh, motocross to uh, probably some things in his backyard he didn't want us to know about. But more importantly, he's going to be in Supermoto class there down in San Diego. Would you please welcome Supermoto pilot David Pinger What's up there, David? Hey,
10: guys. How are you? Just uh, just kind of chilling out
2: tonight. Hey, look, we had... Uh, rebote on last week freestyle motocrosser matt rebote on the speed freaks pitch and we're trying to determine if this is a specifically created tv event that espn or expn has done or if this is something that they're really going to get behind to help propel uh... two-wheel motorsports into the quote-unquote x-generation what what's your take being a supermoto pilot well
10: I, i think anyone that rides a motorcycle should be excited about ESPN embracing this, I mean, they they realize that motorcycles are a big draw, a big part of the X Games, which is obviously their bread and butter, and uh, if they're willing to spend the money and and the time to create an event specifically for the motorcycle disciplines, uh, that speaks a lot about where they see uh, the sport of motorcycling and the potential in freestyle, supermoto, supercross, step-up, all the events that they've got there, so... um, I'm really excited about it. You know, I think a lot of people are not sure what this is. Is this something that's, you know, is there not going to be motorcycles in the X Games anymore? It's just going to be this event, and that's not that's not what it is at all. This is a, a freestand, a standalone event that is uh, just basically focusing on the motorcycle disciplines uh, of of the same stuff they've got at X Games. So, for anyone who does freestyle or step up or supermoto or supercross, this is a, a great deal. Um, and, and the Supercross guys, I know it was kind of a bummer with the scheduling this year. The Detroit round is uh, same weekend, so mm. <clears throat> that was... I, I don't know what happened there, but hopefully next year they get that figured out and we get, you know, I, I believe that they'll start having, <clears throat> excuse me, all the top names at this event uh, here in the years to come.
3: David Pingree, this is Crash Gladys, and you're kind of pulling double duty, I would assume, at this event. Not only are you riding, but you're also still editor of Racer X, right?
10: Yeah, that's correct. I'm... Uh, Taking notes while I'm racing, I suppose, and uh, I'll be down there all weekend covering it as well.
3: Do you have one of those cameras on your helmet? No, you know, I don't. I leave the uh,
10: photography up to our uh, couple <laughs> of professional photographers, Simon Cutby and Steve Cox and the guys we have covering, covering it for Racer X. But uh, the words are coming out of my mouth, so I have to take notes on what's going on all weekend.
2: Supermoto pilot David Pingree here in the speed freaks pits getting set for the navy moto x world championships down in san diego stat man go ahead so
4: david now that you're a part of the media does that change the way you talk to reporters like uh, the speed freaks <laughs> um...
10: not really you know i mean i i not you really. hate
4: us anyway yeah huh?
10: <laughs> no not at all man. i uh, i think it's great uh, I, I see it definitely from a different perspective now you know i i've uh, I've got to make calls to guys, so when they don't call me back, it pisses me off, you know. And I start to, <laughs> oh, start yes. to see it, yeah, I start to see it from everyone else's perspective that's doing it, and uh, I just, you know, it, it, it forces you to be a lot more accommodating and, and realize that uh, these people are just calling you to help you, you know. Uh, so oh, by not David, calling them back, it's just ridiculous. We're not doing, you know, these PR things. So I'm happy to do them.
3: You're a breath of fresh air, David. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> the-
4: so the other the other question I had when you when we talk, first called you, you had a little girl in the background uh, uh, that was kind of crying obviously she has your undivided attention when you're not at the racetrack but did that change the way you ride when she was born? you know what it didn't
10: i I, I kind of wondered if it would um, and it really doesn't you know when I when I'm out there it's you, you got to get into a zone I'm very competitive I think a lot of the a lot of guys that race, that's, that's a prerequisite. You know, you, you have to have a really competitive drive in you. And, uh, once the gate drops, man, all you're thinking about is, is winning or, you know, what you're doing out there. So, um, there might be times if I'm driving and she's in the car with me, I'll slow it down a little bit, or I won't run a yellow light that I normally would have, that kind of thing. But on the track, man, I'm, that's, that's my job. And I, I gotta just, I, I gotta go out there and do my best. And, uh, the honest, honest truth is, I don't even. I'm not even thinking about it. You know, man, I don't want to crash here and get hurt. You know, my wife, she does enough worrying for both of us. So,
3: ah, <laughs> uh, cool. the women.
2: Supercross, <laughs> motocross, supermoto pilot David Pingree here in the Speed Freaks pits. But, but, screw all the driving. Do you still drop some maybe some F bombs or some S bombs in front of your daughter?
10: No, no. no we, uh, <laughs> I try not to do that anyway. But
1: good for you. Uh,
10: definitely. My my oldest now is 15 months, and she's. She's just starting to get to that point where she's copying you, you know, and uh <laughs> so we're we try to be real cautious about what, what we watch on T V, what we say, what we do. So man, they're just they're like sponges and uh it's weird, you'll be just sitting there and she'll just do she'll just copy you, you know, whatever it is, you know, you run your yeah. hand through your hair or just whatever it is, she does it. You're like, whoa. I got to be careful here, you know. She's gonna just pick up every little thing I do. So,
4: so David, are you ready for that day when the guy rides up on a, into the driveway with a motorcycle and tats and piercings and gets off and asks, "Is your daughter home?"
10: Yeah, and I'm just gonna point him back or turn him right around and walk him down the front steps because there won't be any of that.
2: Especially if he's got a, M- a McGrath t-shirt on, right?
10: Well. W- I, I, it's going to be tough. I, I've told my wife, you know, we just had another one, too, about four weeks ago. So we've got a, pretty much a newborn and a 15-month-old. and I've already said, man, I, I am just not looking forward to the day when, when those guys
2: start showing up.
3: Oh <laughs> Well, congratulations, though, Dad.
10: Well,
2: thank you. Or you know better, yet, yeah, it shows up with a metal militia shirt on, a Twitch <laughs> shirt. <laughs> yeah, well,
10: I like Twitch, but I don't want him dating my daughter, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's David Pingree, Supermoto Pilot, getting set for the Moto X World Championships coming up to San Diego next weekend. Pingree, thanks for taking time out from your daughters and your lovely wife and coming to the Freak Nation, buddy. Good luck to you next weekend.
10: Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. You know, Remember, you can pick up tickets. They're still available at Ticketmaster.com and all Ticketmaster locations and at the stadium Saturday. So come on out and support this event. I think uh, I think it's going to be one of those can't-miss deals here in the future as it continues to grow and uh, get more recognized.
2: Thanks, Pingree. Take care, guys. Now that's not a father, David Pingry, getting ready for some Supermoto one down there in San Diego, Southern California, for the Moto X Championships. Statman, man, what if Twitch showed up at your door for your for your daughter? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I got a good picture of that happening. He's gonna look down the barrel of a real long gun.
2: One of those guns where you just sit down in the chair and it's about 16 feet long.
4: Yeah, you got to pull the trigger and wait three days
2: before it gets to the end of the barrel. (laughs) (laughs) David Pingree again getting set for the Moto X Championships in San Diego. We got you some tickets to give away for that, Southern California. Here's your number, 8669 freaks eight-six-six-nine-three-seven-three-two-fifty-seven. Crasher, what do we got? uh, A couple of pairs?
3: We've got two pair of Saturday and Sunday tickets.
2: Yes. All right. First two callers. How old is his oldest daughter? He said it in months. You follow me? How old is his oldest daughter? We're talking about David Pingree. 86, 69 freaks. First two callers. (laughs) Uh, First two callers who give us how old his oldest daughter is in months. David Pingree, you're going to go see some Moto X championships down at Qualcomm Stadium in Southern California. In San Diego. So
4: not only was he talking about uh, media, but he sounded like a promoter there at the end. Didn't he, though? Many tickets ready.
3: He's Damn. good. He's good like that.
2: Man, that's happen. that's just the first half of the show. Listen to what we got coming up next hour. Carl Edwards talking about his crap box trailer. Jack Roush calling out Michael Waltrip and how he's going to count his fingers when Michael Waltrip walks in the room. Jeff Burton's going to be in here. Michael McDowell. That horrific accident we saw at Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah. He's still walking around. Michael McDowell's going to be here talking about it. Kyle Petty's going to be here talking about the car tomorrow. Mad Max Mosley. Crash, oh, what am I forgetting? my. What am I forgetting?
3: Wait, wait let's, let's say we do not have Mad Max Mosley on the phone. We will just talk about his scandalous videos that are number one on Google searches on the net.
2: Yeah, I typed in Mad Max in Google. You know, wanted to get some kind of logos or something for Mel Gibson and the Mad Max movies. Hell no. It's Max Mosley. All right.
3: Whitney, me, baby. Whitney. Yeah.
2: When we continue, more freaks in this Mad Max madness coming up. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed
0: Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Driving on worn-out tires is dangerous and can cause an accident. At Pep Boys, our professionals will check your tires for free. And for a limited time, when you buy three Hankook or Definity tires at Pep Boys, you'll get the fourth one free after mail-in rebate. Must include tire installation package. So don't compromise the safety of you and your family. Get to Pep Boys today. Truck, Touring, or Performance, buy three Hankook or DFINITY tires. Get the fourth one free after mail-in rebate.
4: Only at Pep Boys. The name Mopar is family. synonymous with the glory days of drag racing, maybe two generations
2: ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future.
3: Perhaps more than any other company, Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century.
4: Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler,
2: Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world.
3: On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you.
8: This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower would you like to do something on the weekends other than just cut your grass would you like to go boating would you like to go golfing how about spend a day at the races with the family well you can do more of those things when you buy a dixie chopper to find us visit dixiechopper.com and click on dealer locator to find your friendly fast Dixie Chopper dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak
2: Nation. Hey Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks and now the exterior of your motorcycle can match the internal performance that you've come to expect from Lucas Oil. It's Lucas Slick Mist and it's the perfect quick detailer for any application you can think of. Specially formulated for safe interaction on paint, glass, vinyl, even Lexan. Lucas Slick Mist. Showroom shine in a bottle. Available at AutoZone and other fine automotive retailers. Lucas Oil Slick Mist, the detailer for speed
11: freaks. Are you a business owner who needs to build a new facility on a tight budget? Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. A secret conventional construction companies don't want you to know. You can save yourself an unbelievable amount of time and money with a pre-engineered steel building from Anthem Steel. Not only that, you can find out how for free. For your valuable free information, just call 1-800-900-8738. Learn how an Anthem steel building not only saves you time and money, it's also fully customizable. Choose the size you want. Even choose the look of brick, stacked stone, or rock. And you won't believe how much you can save over conventional construction. This is information traditional construction companies would like to keep secret. But if you need to build a new facility, you need to know how much you can save with a sturdy, pre-engineered steel building from Anthem Steel. To see this valuable free information for yourself, call now. 1-800-900-8738. That's 1-800-900-8738. 1 800 900 8738.
2: Hey Freak Nation, it's Keddy Sargent and Speed Freaks. We've just partnered up with an unbelievable product called Lifelock, the nation's leading identity theft prevention service that guarantees your good name. You've most likely already heard the Lifelock ads in which CEO Todd Davis actually gives out his real social security number to prove that the company's service really works. When you enroll with Lifelock, fraud alerts are placed in your name with three major credit bureaus and are then renewed every 90 days. Anyone Jacks with your credit, the merchant is required to contact you by phone to verify your identity. LifeLock also removes your name from junk mail lists and pre-approved credit card lists, all backed by a $1 million total service guarantee. Freak Nation, this is for you. Get a 30-day free trial and save 10% on this great service by visiting our website at speedfreaks.tv and clicking on the LifeLock logo or visit lifelock.com to enroll and enter the keyword Speed Freaks in the promo code. Remember Remember Remember, LifeLock guarantees your good name. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest
8: lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, The most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation.
4: The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family.
2: Suzuki has done it again, Freak Nation, and unloaded a big-time bike for you to take home. Go to our website at speedfreaks.tv and register for the fuel-injected GSX-650F. It's an ideal balance of sport bike excitement and a liquid-cooled four-cylinder engine tuned for strong low-end and mid-range power. Go to your local Suzuki dealer to check it out and register to win the all-new Suzuki GSX-650F at speedfreaks.tv. Suzuki, the official bike of Speed Freaks.
12: Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for fathead sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well... Not such a big hit. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation.
5: KLSX. KLSX HD. Los
12: Angeles. All right, these guys want me to get a little looser here.
5: Hey, this is Larry
0: Dixon, driver of the Miller Lite, Top Fuel Car, Powerade, Top Fuel
2: Champion. And you got your happy-ass radio locked on the Speed Freaks. Larry Dixon driving that Miller Lite top fuel dragster. Did
3: we cut the B-word out of the end of that? I don't know. I think we did. I think we need to go put that B-word back so. in. All right.
2: Yeah, bitch. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Your Jags are freaking hotline. 86-69 freaks. Jegs. I know the Moto X tickets and the fathead sunglasses were just blown out. We have some core tickets to give away. Los Angeles Fairplex in Pomona, Southern California. Damn it. Sorry, the rest of you other happy-ass affiliates. Man, we have so much junk going on in Southern California.
3: Well, if they want to win something so damn bad, guess what, guys? We've still got registration registration time for our Suzuki. We are giving away a Suzuki GX, GSXR 650, I believe. Right. Go to the website, six 650, yeah. Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. You'll see that Suzuki registration right there yeah. on the homepage.
2: Get it. Thanks to our good friends there at Suzuki. Statman, you've been a big-ass Suzuki Proponent for many years, myself. I got. Didn't you have one of the original when I an Bandit a few years ago?
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. I had a, the Bandit. I've had that thing all over the Western United States. I've been on it for like nine straight days. Me and the judge. I watched the sun come up over the Grand Tetons, freezing my butt off. But that's
2: another <laughs> story. <laughs> hey, guys, coming up in the next hour, we're, we hope to get to, to some Mad Max Mosley, Max Mosley, the FIA president and the sanctioning body for formula one this guy evidently documented one of his fetish parties with five (laughs) prostitutes dressed up as nazis as they beat literally beat his ass
3: speaking of
4: frozen butts yeah i love it
3: they had to pause in between (laughs) two of the acts to clean his wounds
2: and and stat before we get into the michael mcdowell and burton and all that have you heard any more if the pressure is so big for this guy to resign or is he still in that position with the FIA no he's still in the
4: position but oh, yeah. there's even some manufacturers are stepping up now and that's the last thing the uh, uh, the f1 people actually is more F the FIA controls all motorsports worldwide yeah. all international motorsports worldwide so it's not just Formula One and there are a lot of manufacturers that are stepping up and say dude you got to go you can't Shoot. we can't have this uh, you know whether or not that's your Jones or my Jones, we can't have you representing us when there's money at stake.
3: And what I've heard he has responded was, hey, you're just going to have to deal with it because I don't go poking into your personal lives, so deal with it. But it's like, who took this video and put it up on the Internet? Max, that would be <laughs> me. You caused this whole thing to happen. That yeah, but
4: what, what would happen if uh, Lewis or uh, Alon, uh, Fernando Alonso or Kimi Raikkonen or something, if, if they showed up in the same kind of video, there'd what be point? a massive hue and cry from, from Max Mosley to say there's no room for that in F1, and here's the boss caught <laughs> in the act. He's got to go.
2: And this guy literally has the Wavos to say... My personal business is my personal business. I'm not going to resign. Jeez. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> so we'll try and get into some of that, discus- some of that discussion about Max Mosley, <laughs> president of uh, FIA, of course, governs MotoGP, Formula One, and and, and it's all of European motorsport stat From worldwide. Or worldwide. Right. Yeah. God Almighty. All right. You saw Texas Motor Speedway race this afternoon. The Cup race yesterday, of course, was the nationwide race. But Friday, all over the world. You saw this accident with Michael McDowell, rookie, cup pilot, who got second points in the ARCA class. Yes,
3: he did won a few races. ARCA
2: series last year. Open wheel specialist, sports car specialist.
3: You he, name it. He's he's been he's run at the top of every motorsports discipline that he's ever competed in. He had
2: this horrific accident, turn one qualifying for Michael Walter Racing. Went everywhere from CBS this morning to Tokyo News, Geraldo Rivera, he was on. <laughs> Tomorrow morning,
3: he'll be live in person on the Today Show in New York City.
2: Crash Gladys and I, we had a chance to catch up with Michael McDowell, NASCAR Sprint Series pilot. Michael McDowell, you know, made, again, international news in this accident. Again, in turn one, blogs, newscasts, fist wraps. This is Michael McDowell, after my comment, like, dude, is this what you have to do to get recognized driving in Sprint Cup?
5: you don't want to be famous for wrecking race cars but we'll take it while we can get it and uh, hopefully now people know who we are when we do go out there and get some race results as well so well what was it michael just you said the
2: the jeff burton argument back in martinsville wasn't big enough so you said look man i'm gonna
5: (laughs) i'm gonna take this car and turn it over about nine times to get some publicity for errands (laughs) i wish i wish i had thought about that and could take credit for something like that but that wasn't the case at all you know i'm not really sure exactly what happened and Unfortunately, our car is tore, tore up so bad we won't ever really know. But, you know, um, I watched the video a bunch of times. You know, I definitely was up in the oil dry. I think there was probably a fair amount of oil, probably still up there right against the fence. But um, I'm not sh- still certain that something else didn't happen there as well. Because uh, our first lap, the car just wasn't right, and you know we were five tenths off of where we were in practice, and everybody had pick up some time. So I don't I don't really know what exactly happened, but I know the aftermath was pretty uh, pretty intense. I read where you said
2: your eyes were open the entire yeah. time you were flipping in turn one here at Texas Motor Speedway.
5: Yeah, you know, as soon as I got loose off the wall and corrected to the right, which, you know, in hindsight, it's always 20-20, I should have never done, but it happened so early, you know, your butt tells you to do what you're going to do, and that's what I did, and um, I knew it was going to be big, man. It didn't slow down at all, and uh, I survived the first impact, and I knew that was going to be the worst one because I, I felt like I hit it pretty much head-on. And uh, the first two or three rolls were pretty violent as far as, you know, the speed of the car was still moving pretty good. But the last four or five were just tedious. It was like, when is this thing going to stop oh, crashing? Wow. I knew I was fine. I was like, man, I don't know if I'm in the grandstands, if I'm in the infield. I, <laughs> I know I'm not where I should be. And uh, so, I was, you know, I was mad and glad I was all right. And then, uh, you know, I couldn't believe how fast the safety crew was there. It was unbelievable. You know, I just, uh, as soon as I landed... I felt like they were right there. You know, the car was on fire and smoke and all that fun stuff. But I I was pretty calm because those guys were right there as soon as I landed. So got out and, you know, really never panicked. You know, like I said, I was conscious the whole time, eyes wide open, and I lived through it. So we'll just keep plugging away. Sprint Cup Series
2: pilot Michael McDowell, the horrific accident, turn one qualifying Texas Motor Speedway stat. This is the guy who we called in his bedroom (laughs) on his wedding night before making love oh, to his please. new bride, Michael yeah, I, McDowell.
4: I talked to him about that at Daytona with the microphone off, and the guy that he was standing with, the guy Cosmo, he turned to him and said, You did what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, remember, that was right after we had Mimo Gidley on the air, and Mimo said, Hey, I'm just coming back from his wedding. Hey, I bet he picks up his phone. Challenge him, see if he picks up his cell phone on his wedding night, and he did.
4: Yeah, we had a, we had a bet going, and, and Cosmo, literally, we we're standing there in the in the pits at the at the twenty four hour, and Cosmo didn't believe. He said, "What did you do?" He said, "I can't <laughs> believe you called them."
2: Oh, well, <laughs> and, that was, it's just great to see him get out of that damn car, walk away from that. That was just oh
4: yeah, it was it was huge. I I wasn't watching the uh, the practice. I was watching Sports Center for some reason, I think PTI had just gone off or something, and they said that uh, there's just been a huge wreck at Uh, Texas and I flipped over and I saw the replays and they said it was Michael and I said well the only reason they're showing the replay is because he's okay so I have to assume you know and I saw him get out of the car it was like holy smoke that was the and they said that the black box in the car the car went from 162 miles an hour to zero in one foot and the the, uh, uh, the bounce back you carried that energy somewhere else, but the black box said it was the most uh, most horrific uh, uh, collision with the wall in, uh, NASC- in the Sprint Cup history.
2: And on that, NASCAR oh Sprint my. Cup pilot, points leader, and veteran who called out McDowell last week for what he called some rookie driving in Martinsville.
3: Which they have straightened out.
2: Right. He was Go in the ahead. Freak Nation pits there at Texas Motor Speedway. We're talking about Jeff Burton. Talking about Michael McDowell's accident. And if all of NASCAR's safety improvements worked, in one of the most again incredible accidents in motorsports.
9: Well, I think that everything did work. If you look at if you look at the soft wall, if you look at everything from the time that car hit the wall to the time he got out of the car, all that well actually to the time that qualifying started again, all that went as well as we could expect. Um the soft wall did its job. The softer wall did its job. <laughs> safer barrier. <laughs> <laughs> it still hurts. Uh,
3: Not quite, Charmin.
9: No, it's. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, the the safer barrier did a did a great job. The car did a great job. The uh, head supports, the Hans, the leg rails, the the car itself. All that was great. The rescue personnel was there immediately. Uh, got the you know any chance of fire? Boom! They were there to make sure it wasn't going to happen. All that went down. They fixed the wall, and we went back qualifying. Mm-hmm. And that is a remarkable day, if you a remarkable incident. If you think about it, from start a wreck to start a restart a qualifying, you know, they have a plan. If the if, if the wall gets wrecked, they they can act on it. You know, that's all that's really important. You can't have a that wreck happens in a race. You can't call the you know well the race is called off because you know, the wall's bent. We right. gotta be able to fix it, you know. And so they proved they could do that, uh, really good. Now, pat ourselves on the back. Enough, enough is enough. Now we gotta keep working. We cannot, we cannot look at that and say, "See how smart we are? See how good we are?" Because I'm telling you, it'll bite you. Mm-hmm. And and uh, we've got to, we got to continue trying to improve it. The reason that we're here today is because we made a commitment to improve it, and and we've done that. But we have to stay committed to keeping it improved. We have to stay committed to making it better. If we, if, anytime you have access to technology, anytime you have access to engineering, anytime you have a desire, you can make it better. And we have to continue to try to do that because in that incident, in that impact, everything worked well. But you're not always going to impact like that. He he. Way well, he hit the wall was, you know, he hit it head on. But he, it's not like he drove from the infield straight up the banking and hit the track. Yeah. Hit the wall. He was going down. You know, he's going down the racetrack, moving. As their front end hit the wall, so in that impact, in the way that car hit, it it worked very well. We have to make sure that we it can work in every angle, every type of incident. So that's what you have to be careful of. Of saying, "Wow, look how great that was," but there's something lurking in the shadows that that isn't as good.
2: Yeah. Then Jeff
9: Burton, how do you, as a
2: driver, keep NASCAR's feet to the fire to continue to improve the safety issues? Well, I
9: think that I think it's I. I this is my opinion. I said this eight years ago, I think it's a community issue. I don't put it on NASCAR. I don't I don't believe the NASCAR should 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 be in this by themselves. I think we as a community need to be pushing it. They're in the position to be able to make things happen because they because um, they have basically they have control over us, you know, they have they can make rules. They can they can tell the racetracks what they have to do. So they're in a better position to, to move the ball. But it takes all of us to move the ball correctly. We are where we have gotten today is through the initiative of NASCAR working with outside groups working with race teams to move to keep the ball moving and we have to continue that we have to continue that commitment we have to and, and mm. honestly it's not very hard it's not um, you don't have to there's so much it's such a different environment than it was seven years ago I mean today you know they want to talk about it they they don't mind if you talk about it in the public and um, you know we need to keep moving the ball it needs to be better for the next generation coming in, than it is for the generation leaving. And I think we can do that if we do it collectively. Props to our Dallas-Fort
2: Worth affiliate Live 105.3 for providing that sound for the Freak Nation. Jeff Burton visited Crash Gladys and myself as we were doing a an afternoon broadcast po- a post-race show following the Nationwide Series. Yes. And Burton coming in there. Stad, I know you're a fan of Burton's honesty. We couldn't have scripted that answer any better. No, and and Jeff Burton
4: is like you said; he's one of the most candid guys in uh, NASCAR, and he and Kyle Petty are two guys. Don't ask if you don't want the. Answer. Don't ask him because they're going to give it to you straight ahead and uh, not sugarcoated. And and Burton is absolutely right. Uh, they've got to be able to. Uh, this is more than just a NASCAR deal. This is a, a community wide and racing wide deal. And it's up to the drivers to uh, adhere to the stuff they're talking about. And uh, you know, if if uh, if Dale Senior had done all the stuff properly, maybe he'd still. Be be here so it's up to the drivers to adhere to the the best code of what's going on inside that cockpit
2: cal petty actually had something to contribute about the car tomorrow right Stan? yeah
4: i mean he, he was one of the first people on board the bandwagon with the car tomorrow he did some of the early testing when they were developing the car and uh so we, you know, he was one of the first ones to talk about how safe it is
9: one reason we jumped on board um, was was because of Adam, obviously. I, I think I, we took the approach that the car of tomorrow is a safer car. Forget what it looks like. Forget how it drives. Forget everything about it. Just remember it's a safer car. And and with cars like that, uh, then your favorite drivers stand a better shot of walking away from an accident. So, you know, sometimes when I look at the criticism, I think people forget the point of what the car was built for.
2: Kyle Petty talking about car of tomorrow and really actually there were a couple of drivers today who, after the race, were talking about the car of tomorrow and kind of complaining about how it's, you really got to drive these things now. And if you get in the draft, it's much different than the cars were you know, before the car tomorrow. But, damn it, if Michael McDowell, like Kyle Petty was talking about, like Jeff Burton was talking about, if Michael McDowell can walk away, not just kind of be pulled out of the car, walk away from that accident stat, what the
4: hell does that say? Uh, and my, my scat is on that exact same thing, and it, it scares me to think that Jeff Burton and, uh, and the whole NASCAR community is saying we got to make the cars even safer, and we do, but what that means to some of the younger guys who are coming on board and saying, hey, I can do whatever I want to do because I'm impervious to pain. If I can walk away from that kind of accident, I can throw this car around like I'm playing in a video game. And that... Is the scary part of making these cars safer?
2: That's so true. I can remember as a kid when I would watch Marty Smith, Roger DeCoster, Ellis, Weinert, and those guys throw their 125 and 250 around at Texas Stadium or out at, shoot, Lake Whitney and Motocross and Supercross, throw that thing around like it was paper mache. And then I'd get on my damn TM100 and it was like I was trying to steer a Cadillac two feet in the air, <laughs> you know? Yeah,
4: I mean something uh, you know I'd, something has got to be done. The cars need to be safer, but you got to understand this is racing, and if you do stupid things, uh, bad things are going to happen to you.
2: And again, props to NASCAR for coming around. They've got the car, they had the neck restraint, and the safer walls, the safer barriers that Texas Motor Speedway has. Man, props to Eddie Gossage, Bruton Smith, and those guys. Damn it, that was stat again. 162 miles an hour to zero in what? One foot. Cow. We're going to lighten this thing up, damn it. We got Jack Roush coming in here, and Carl Edwards talking about his crappy trailer. You're not going to believe the story. (laughs) It's not some big old $500,000 Monaco. Go to
3: the website, speedfreaks.tv. Click on the pictures 2008 in the Texas link. You'll see what we're talking about. And
2: his team owner and winner from Texas Motor Speedway, Jack Roush. He wouldn't leave his wallet on the desk in the same room with Michael Walter. Stab and Scat coming up and more here in the Speed Freaks Pits.
0: Ten out of ten Dale Earnhardt Jr. fans can kick Justin Timberlake's ass. Oh! Thank you. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. boss Good
4: evening. Good evening. You've been selected to receive nothing but this got from the stand man. Yeah. People are already trying to sell things with the spectacular images of Michael McDowell's accident at Texas Motor Speedway this week. I'm shaking my head, though, at all the people within the sport who are suddenly praising the so-called car of tomorrow because of the safety built into the machine. Those same people a few weeks ago complained that the car was ugly, produced boring racing, and that big wing made it hard to see on the racetrack. Then came Friday's crash and suddenly the car was magnificently designed and NASCAR should be congratulated for building such a safe machine. But what scares me about the McDowell crash is the drivers who saw Michael climb from the smoking debris and came away thinking, I can do anything with the car and not worry about being hurt. That means some stupid decisions are coming around the corner. In another part of the paper, it's called Unintended Consequences. Let's hope the new world of safety doesn't wind up with unintended collateral damage. Peace
0: out of nine formula one fans shave their legs with a curling iron and a splash of cheese whiz that's hot speed freaks motorsports radio redefined
2: speed freaks is brought to you by budweiser the official beer of nascar grab a cold one the race is on
0: you're listening to speed freaks motorsports radio redefined
2: freak nation i know you're familiar with lucas oil for your trucks and automobiles but did you know lucas has your motorcycle oil too for years lucas has been blending high performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry that led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street if you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt get lucas high performance motorcycle oil today check out lucasoil.com for more information lucas oil the official oil
8: of the freaks this is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. You want to spend more time with your family? You want to get out of the yard? And you want to do it cheaper this year? You might want to look into propane. Matter of fact, you need to look into propane. And Dixie Chopper is the only U.S. manufacturer to offer you the world's fastest lawnmower available in propane. Visit DixieChopper.com for a dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the freak nation.
4: The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is
2: family. Suzuki has done it again, Freak Nation, and unloaded a big-time bike for you to take home. Go to our website at speedfreaks.tv and register for the fuel-injected GSX-650F. It's an ideal balance of sport bike excitement and a liquid-cooled four-cylinder engine tuned for strong low-end and mid-range power. Go to your local Suzuki dealer to check it out and register to win the all-new Suzuki GSX-650F at speedfreaks.tv. Suzuki, the official bike of Speed Freaks. Thanks. <laughs>
0: This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks.
2: Freak Nation, you miss any of the show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Right there on the Jags media page, you can download this entire show. If you miss any of the upcoming Roush interview, Carl Edwards, Michael McDowell, Jeff Burton, David Pingry, Todd Bodine. It's all going to be there at speedfreaks.tv. Get yourself some freak wear. And register for the Suzuki GSX 650F. Going to be giving that bad boy away here momentarily. I say, I think it's about, I think it's next week we're giving that thing away. Just Are to, you,
3: that, you know what? We have yeah. Matt Maladdin on the show next week, so maybe that is the week we're Yeah, going away.
2: good friends at Suzuki unloading another, another bike for us to give away to the Freak Nation. Just <laughs> go to speedfreaks.tv. TV.
3: And while you're there, go look at those photos of Carl Edwards' trailer. Just got an email from Bash. She said, Carl Edwards' trailer looks like something I've seen propped up on cinder blocks while driving by Happy Acres Trailer Park in Muncie.
2: That hey. thing, <laughs> Statman, is this side of trailer trash. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Edwards worth millions of dollars driving a crap box.
4: <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, it's, it, 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 that's where his priorities are. He's probably going to walk out of the car, you know, 10 years before everybody else yeah. with 10 million more dollars than everybody else and uh, be happy about it. Still have his disposable cars and, uh, you know, he'll pull his crap box trailer with a brand new Bentley Continental or something.
2: Yeah. Speaking of crap boxes, last November we had Jack Roush on the show. And he called out Michael Walter, basically calling him and maybe one or two others, "Charlie Tunas of NASCAR, where it's a lot of shine, you know, uh, no go, you know just uh, maybe a lot of up, show but you can't take a Yeah, a lot of show, but no go. And we had a chance to sit down with the, the legendary owner again out at uh, Grand Prairie Ford here in uh, North Texas, and uh, Crash is another one of those legendary Jack Roush interviews, multi-car team owner champion.
3: Well, absolutely. I mean, he, he says a few things in this interview. I'm not quite going to give it away, but he talks about how he hates NASCAR and how, well, he doesn't quite trust the Michael Waltrip team. Mm-hmm. Just hear it from the man himself, legendary team owner.
2: Jack Roush with the Freaks, and like the Freaks, Jack Roush, controversy follows us because we basically like to speak what's on our mind, whether it's going to offend somebody or not, or if it's the truth. And like Jack Roush, it seems like there's another controversy that's been brewing for a week or two, and it has to do with this sway bar. Michael Waltrip Racing takes this sway bar from Roush Fenway Racing 2007 honestly. What, what's what? They a- allegedly. They didn't take it honestly. They didn't take it honestly? <laughs> but what's the big deal about a sway bar, Jack Roush?
13: Well, there's very few things on the car now. There's increasingly fewer things on the car that you can change to suit your purpose, to make the car better. You know, NASCAR really wants to put everybody in IROC kind of cars and the things that you would, if you were get down to rent a go-kart you know, at the go-kart track and everybody would take 43 drivers and they'd all suit up and they would one, somebody would get the 43 and somebody would get the, the rest of them back through one. And, and it, you could draw lots, get in a car that's the same and go to find who was luckiest enough or who was the best driver on that day and could win a race. That's what NASCAR would like, I think. But, uh, you know, the the as long as they give us two or three things, that any number of things, that we've got some room on, right now we can make the engines a little better, although it's a very small box on the engine. But you can make the engine a little better, or you can make it worse if you don't do it well. You can work on the kinematics, the actual geometry in the front suspension, including the sway bar. Uh, you can choose and valve your shock absorbers to suit your purpose and move some small amount of weight back in the car and and jack and jack and adjust the rear wheels or the front wheels uh to get the, the the cross weights the way you'd like to have it and if you do it better than your contemporaries you can win but it's it's uh you can have an advantage but it's a it's a combination of all those little things and we sat down uh in the summer, when we realized we were behind on the on the Carl Tomorrow car, looked at what we could work on. We decided that taking weight out of that front anti-roll bar and making it as stiff as it could possibly be would be to our advantage. So we did that uh, and and made up about 100 bars for roughly uh, 20 bars, 24 bars each for each of our five teams. So it'd be 120 bars, and each one of them was serial numbered. They were all different. We, we sourced them from suppliers that were outside the mainstream. We'd made some of the parts ourselves. We assembled them and welded the tubes together ourselves. And uh, we were happy and, and, and content and believed that we had the best uh, sway bar in terms of its weight and its stiffness in the garage. Well, Michael Waltrip stole one of them uh, at Dover last year. And uh, we found out that it was missing in January, put the pieces together, you know, one of my managers confronted his manager, and uh, they admitted they had it. And they When they returned it, it had been uh, altered in its appearance. They'd sandblasted the unique uh, Roush Fenway color off of it, uh, and they had sourced... The thing that really got our antenna up is the supplier in Greensboro that makes the machines the ends for us, and then we we uh, machined the tubing and, and, the, and assembled the thing, welded it together ourselves. But uh, the supplier that made the... The uh, the proprietary ends to drawings that we produced was asked by Michael Waltrip's development manager if they would duplicate the the ends for the bar that uh, that that he made for us and uh, we we checked around had a conversation and one of the guys that worked for us knew that the bar had been seen and made an inquiry over there and the bar was still there so I was already going in with uh, with I wanted to get a search warrant and go in but in the meantime uh reason I guess prevailed. Uh, somebody called and asked if it was there and uh, the manager that they asked if it was there didn't said he didn't know he would go look they thought about it and says ah, maybe we better better give it back and and they did but in the meantime they didn't uh you know uh, the uh, 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 Jim os the uh, the T- the Toyota guy, then after Atlanta when we had the big bruja before we went uh. Before we went to uh, to Martinsville, said that well, gee, you know, it was just a uh, it was just a spring, and, and it was we took it uh, it got mixed up on the inspection uh, table, and all that. And I hadn't said it was a sway bar; I'd said it was a suspension uh, component, and wasn't I was not specific when I initially uh, spilled my guts over the thing. I wasn't specific. That it was a sway bar. I know that Michael Walter Brayson was the team that had taken it. And uh, so he, he, he made the excuse, the lame excuse, I thought at the time, that it was, uh, that it was a spring and it was, a, it was, it was taken as, as an accident and part of uh, a NASCAR teardown circumstance. And uh, so I discounted all that. Well, that's not what it was, and I don't know why he said that. Well, I found out last week that they had, in fact, taken a spring, too. There was a valve spring that came up missing at Fontana uh, during the teardown. And it wound up, I guess when you go through a NASCAR inspection, you have Toyota people around. You better count your fingers when you're done shaking hands. I'm not sure. But uh, at any rate, we wound up losing a valve spring. Uh, We didn't know it was gone, which was our fault for not having counted our parts. Uh, we didn't realize it was gone. We got the call two or three days later that said that the, they had the spring. They wanted to return it. They returned it. Uh, so they, they reported that they had it. They indicated it was a mistake. I can't say that it was not. and uh, But it was a proprietary part, the same as a sway bar. It was something that we have sourced uniquely. It uh, was engineered by my guys. Um, Ralph uh roush Yates engine guys engineered the thing it's unique material it's unique heat treat it's unique dimension it's unique harmonic function for the engine so it, it really was the same kind of a <clears throat> same kind of a piece in terms of being a proprietary piece that the sway bar was so without my knowledge on that one i was as much in the dark about that at atlanta as i was uh, in december that that we'd lost the sway bar in in september it's not well,
2: what about the cat burglar michael Waltrip? It's, it's
13: a problem with Michael Waltrip. you know he's uh, he's the same guy that showed up with uh, with a rocket uh, fuel, the oxidizing agent at Daytona in two thousand and six. Uh, and you know I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know that uh, he did that himself, but certainly he was a guy that was caught
2: with it. Would you trust Michael Waltrip with your wallet on the table in the in the garage? if I, I'm gonna be real careful about shaking hands with him.
3: Okay, there are so many things that can be so frustrating. I know Tony Stewart gets so frustrated at times as well, and he's even made the comment of, "Hey, I'm multifaceted in motorsports. I'll just go back to my open wheel roots." You are also very quite multifaceted in motorsports—drag racing, open wheel, sports cars—you name it. What about just saying NASCAR? I'm sick and tired of you not doing what you should be doing—a good, being a good sanctioning body in governing what's going on here. I'm going to leave and go elsewhere. Would that ever cross your mind?
13: Well, no, that would never cross my mind. Not, you know, I'm 65 years old now. I, I've been in in, uh, in stock car racing with NASCAR for I, this is my 22nd or 23rd year. I have to count my fingers and toes and make <laughs> some marks on the ground to figure out. This. I think it's my 22nd year. And uh, I, I plan to go out the, the back door, uh, you know, NASCAR racing uh, as long as 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 long as we can make a viable business out of it, as long as the sponsors find it interesting and the fans are willing to buy tickets and NASCAR will let us race our, race our Fords, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. I, I tell you, the thing I love about NASCAR is hating it from time to time, and the thing I hate about it is loving it. So I'm in a kind of a do-loop. I don't know how to get loose.
2: Statman Carruthers, there's your interview with Jack Roush. Those are some huge,
4: huge, <laughs> huge accusations against what was the Toyota factory team last year. That's, that's a massive thing to say about uh, Toyota.
3: Man, We love Jack.
2: Jack Roush. Love him, hate him. He'll speak his mind. Wow.
4: He's another one. If you don't want to know the answer, don't ask him.
2: Just, just turn the thing off, you know? Jeez. And if you missed any of that interview, go to speedfreaks.tv. Jeg's freaking media page, and you'll hear that entire Jack Roush interview. Are
3: you going to download the entire one? Yeah. Because that I'll was th- edited a little bit. Yeah,
2: I'll throw it over to Stat, and he'll All put right, cool. that big-ass thing up there. There's even more there. There's even more with Roush on that thing. <laughs> Coming up, Carl Edwards talks about his crap box trailer. He made sure that the freaks came over and took a look at it at Texas Motor Speedway. And I mean crap box.
3: Check it out. Speedfreaks.tv. Go to the yep. photo page. 2008 this and is, check on the
2: Texas huge, link. This a huge, huge show. Speaking of huge shows, Four, championship Off-Road Racing coming to Los Angeles Fairplex in Pomona, end of April. I believe, what is it, the 26th, 27th Crasher? Yes, it is. We got three Bears of tickets to give away for Southern California, 8669 86-69 Freaks. <laughs> 866-937-3257. Ooh. First three callers. Which driver did Jack Roush <laughs> call out in that last interview? Huh? Yeah. Which driver? MW? Does that ring a bell? Which driver did Jack Rouse just call out in Sprint Cup? (laughs) And he wouldn't leave his wallet on the table if he was in the room. 86 69, freaks. You're going to go see some badass championship off road racing. Los Angeles Fairplex coming up in April. Carl Edwards next. Speed Freaks Pits. Eight
0: out of ten Formula One fans believe in Santa Claus. The Easter Money. Richard Simmons Dolphin Shorts. Ah! Speed
2: Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're listening to
0: Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
4: What's in your MP3 player? Without the Freaks, that player might as well be lost in LaGrange. The Freak Nation is global now. Your Freak Fix is at iTunes. Subscribe to any of our podcasts at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv. You'll be notified whenever there's new audio or video on the Jags media page. Put the Freaks in with Fort Minor, Mary J., Ludo, or Montgomery Gentry. Subscribe to Speed Freaks Podcasts at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv. But you, you better ask first about that Dixie Chicks playlist.
2: <laughs> Hey, freaks, Kenny Sargent here, at gas prices are flat outrageous. I've got you something for a bit of relief. It's Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, designed to increase power and fuel mileage, plus lower exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is a powerful blend of oils and additives. that contain no solvents and is formulated for both gasoline and diesel engines, carbureted or fuel injected. It cleans and lubricates and causes the fuel to burn more thoroughly for increased power and less fuel consumption. Start saving now and get Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment at your favorite auto parts dealer
12: today. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for fathead sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well... Not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's Fatheads with a Z, dot com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation.
7: This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an Ale, a Stout, or a Pale. This isn't a Cherry Wheat or a Berry Wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
8: Hey, it's Mad Mike Jones. I'm the
10: crazy madman of freestyle motocross, and you're listening to the Spreet Freak Freaks, and those guys are freaking crazy too.
2: Beat it man. Hey listen Freak Nation. It's not Daryl Waltrip. It's his freaking brother we're talking about here. All right, Championship off-road racing. The baddest cats in off-road. Coming to Los Angeles. Southern California. Los Angeles Fairplex. The 26th 27th of April. 86.69 Freaks. Who was Jack Roush bashing on in that last interview? Why would a
3: TV guy take a sway bar? Uh, You
2: know, some people get confused. Who was Jack Roush bashing on? Eighty six. 69 freaks. First two callers, 86-69 freaks. Tell us who Jack Roush said he would not leave his wallet in the same room with.
4: I mean, it's <laughs> easy to understand how you could uh, confuse a sway
2: bar with a valve spring. <laughs> Remember, we're talking about Michael Walter racing stuff. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah, d- d- d-
3: uh, oh, Kenny. What? You just kind of gave it away.
2: Oh, Jesus, man. I'm like that like damn girlfriend I had, man. <laughs> hey, Kenny, I didn't... You know, Hey, Steve, I didn't cheat on you. Well, my name is Kenny. <laughs> All right, 8669 Freaks Championship Off-Road Racing coming to Los Angeles. Got some tickets for you to, to enjoy Southern California. On Friday, today's Sprint Cup winner, Carl Edwards, man, he was dying for the Freaks to take a look at his coach. Not motor coach, but really uh, just a crap box. Trailer. So, yeah, you know, just a crap box. So Carl, in his ever-so-humble Missouri way, borrowed a trailer. Yes, one of those 80s prowler trailers to sleep in during race weekends over the last few weeks. Now, this thing is just this side, of, as I mentioned, the stat man. just this side of trailer trash. But, hey, it's home for Carl, and it's, it's just, just what he's got to deal with right now. You've got to understand, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv, and you'll see the Carl Edwards crap box from Speed Freaks.
1: It's not that bad. It's not, but for radio, yeah, it could, it could be that bad if you want to imagine. It. But it's um, it's what happened was we have a nice Monaco coach, and Tom got run off the road on the interstate on I-10 leaving Daytona.
2: Tom's your driver?
1: Yeah, Tom Jockey, the uh, the guy that he grew his beard. You know, Tom. Everybody knows Tom. And um, he said he was in he was in denial when it happened. He said I looked out of the right side and I could see the road out of the door. It ripped the whole right side of the motorhome, essentially the bottom half off. So they're fixing that thing. I called my buddy uh, Daryl Jones back in Missouri. I said, "Hey, man, you know anybody with a uh, camper or something?" And my, my friends at Do Little Trailers there said, "We got just the thing for you." There's a guy that's got one that he uses for hunting, and um, he'd be glad to let you use it. So I really appreciate it. It's been actually pretty cool. It's a it's a minimalist approach to the motorhome lot here, relative to the other ones.
2: It's 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 a pretty small motorhome. We walk by Jeff Gordon's hauler, and that son of a gun is about six stories tall. It's got two elevators in the damn thing, and then we come over here. It's like we got antelope blood and deer blood here on the carpet. (laughs) Come on, Edwards, I'm just a little depressed at this.
1: And I'm sorry about the smell, because he ran through a lot of water. Um, On the way here was a big storm, and it got a little wet. The carpet got wet, and then Tom took it upon himself to get the carpet shampooed, which made it wetter and smell worse, and... um, so that's why we're letting it air out like this. But it, you don't need all that. You don't. I've learned through having this for a couple of weeks that this is this is all a guy needs. And a lot of people have actually come over and inquired about purchasing it when I'm done. So um, it's
2: a big hit here. Carl Edwards, NASCAR, Nationwide, Sprint Cup pilot here in the Speed Freaks pits. You're the guy that used to sneak underneath the damn fence to get into the races. Then Missouri, so you know a little bit about cheap, don't you? Big time, dude.
1: We, we,
2: we did everything for uh, for
1: the least amount of money possible, and. Um, I'm not proud of it, but sometimes I, I did not pay to get in the places I needed to pay to get in sometimes because you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Which, by the way, the first
2: time any anyone's mother has ever cussed on Speed Freaks is m- miss, Ms. Edwards.
1: Yes, you can't. Uh, I mean, it's. It's heredity, you know. It's stuff. So you know where it came from. There, I'm trying. I'm trying very hard to keep my language clean for you. Well, let's
3: stick with some very good words, and one being, or two being, vitamin water. You just did some commercials. We're going to be seeing them in a couple weeks. With ha, Danielson?
1: With uh, Ralph Macchio. It, there is. And I, he's cool, man. It, it, I guess he has not done a cameo appearance as the Karate Kid since the movie. I mean, the, the guy does not do it. And we went out there and did this commercial. I'm in the car with a real. Koi pond with fish swimming. I got like my Zen master, uh, monk guys that were helping me, and then, um, you know, Ralph Macchio was training me, and I was really, it was a very Zen, you know, thing. It was good.
3: I remember those commercials with, with Casey, I believe it was last year, and you've got, he's got the big old fur and stuff on, so I, yeah, I can bet these are gonna be pretty good. Yeah, he
1: was a yak herder, I think, and, um, I'm, uh, I wasn't hurting any yak. I was just uh, trying to focus on my racing and the, the vitamin water was helping me and Ralph Macho was Yeah, that did you he has a son. Ralph Macho has a son and he named that him is. Daniel. Is that cool? No, That's he really... that is rocking. I'm telling you something. The karate kid is a cool dude. He was a very cool guy. He he drove up in like a regular, I don't know, it was like a Ford uh, escape or something, like a regular rental car. Normal dude, and uh, he loves
2: racing. I, I thought it was very cool to meet him. Those guys, Carl Edwards, those guys back in the day, the 70s and 80s, they end up in freaking rehab. So there's happy. They're just happy to tie into somebody like <laughs> Carl Edwards in Vitamin <laughs> Water. He did
1: not look like he, he did not need to go to rehab. It, it, Ralph Macchio was the man. He he uh, he handled his youth stardom very
2: well. I think he could. Uh, you know, a lot of people could look up to him for that. <laughs> nice recovery. Carl Edwards NASCAR <laughs> pilot here in Speed Freaks Spits. We spent a good amount of time with Jack with his Grand Prairie Ford appearance yesterday afternoon. And, and, and every time Jack comes into Freak Nation, and you know this, it's like the lid is lifted off of Jack, and he can just vent. He can just go and go. We didn't, we didn't pop him about the 100 points that your team lost or the, the big gas could probably hold. We, we talked to him about Toyota, and, of course, that just that gets yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Did he mention Pearl Harbor? Because he'll do that. I mean, he's, Jack is serious about this. He flies his P-51 around. I would not piss off Jack Roush, okay, if I were anybody. So, uh, he was, I think he was good for a while, but things got wound up, and then he went straight for the throat, and that's, that's Shaq. He will, he he's a serious dude.
3: <laughs> seriously, I want your opinion on this, though. Jeff Gordon's made comments that, oh, come on, Jack's just taking this stealing thing a little too seriously, but theft is theft, and that's wrong. These are parts that you guys should have had on your cars, not Toyota and Michael Waltrip.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, there's, basic things you don't do, and that's steal is one of them, so I I didn't, I, I think Jack is um, I, I'm with Jack 100% on it, I think he's uh, he's rightfully upset about the way things went down, and I, um, it's just, it's just too bad that it, it got ugly like that, but, heck,
2: Jack's just stand up for what he believes in, I got a lot of respect for him for that. Carl Edwards here in Speed Freaks Pits, and one of the things he said, uh, I mentioned to him about when, Jack, if I get around Michael Waltrip, should I keep my hands on my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, should I keep my hands on my wallet? Because Michael Waltrip may try and take my
1: wallet. Michael Waltrip did not, like, crawl into our toolbox and take carts, okay? Okay, he did not do it. So it, that's the other thing about it that you got to remember is it's – there. Michael and Jack and all these people are the ones speaking about it. But what really happened, I don't know if we'll ever know. You know what I mean?
2: Well, there it is. Carl Edwards coming into the Speed Freak's pits from his crap box stat, man. You can only imagine the smell that it was we encountered talking to him Actually,
3: about. Kenny, don't lie. What? The smell was not bad because he had about 500 <laughs> candles lit.
2: Stan, you've been in a trailer it after it's been rained in and trampled in. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the stuff
4: in that motorhome lot. They have stuff <laughs> in there that couldn't... Drive straight off of Wilshire Boulevard in the Beverly Hills here in Southern California. And uh, they wouldn't have any problem. If they had a if they had a trailer park in Beverly Hills, that's some of the stuff in that in that motor coach lot that would be in that trailer park. And what it sounds like that wouldn't fit at all.
2: <laughs> no. Oh, Freak Nation, you miss any of this with Jack Roush to Carl Edwards, Michael McDowell, David Pingry. Todd Bodine. Greg Graham Ray
3: Hall. Graham
2: Ray Hall. A little bit of our conversation about Max Mosley, FIA president. Go to speedfreaks.tv, the Jegs freaking media page, and download all this stuff. You can download the entire show to your iPod. Go to go to iTunes. You can download it there. God.
3: We still get comments on the Scott Dixon and Antron Brown interviews from last week. Those are those are pretty yeah. classic as well. Guys, those, everything's up on the JEGS media page. Check it out.
2: Those were legend. Hey, thanks our Dallas-Fort Worth affiliate, Live 105.3, Gavin and the gang. Thank you guys for making this thing possible. Thank you, Triple F, Wheels, and Ara. Thank you very much. My name's Kenny Sargent. Crash Gladys, She's over there. Remember to shoot the juice to the moose. And Statman.
4: Cut it loose.
2: See ya. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance
0: of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio.
4: Redefined. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag
2: racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future.
3: Perhaps more than any other company, Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century.
4: Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment
2: and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world.
3: On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you
8: hey this is matt land with dixie chopper the world's fastest lawnmower at dixie chopper we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time that's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest the most economical the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of
7: the Freak Nation. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pail. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
12: Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for fathead sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well... Not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation.